welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Clint. And today, we are completely stealing a topic that Reagan suggested last week or two weeks ago, however long it's been. Um, and worse than that, we're not in, we didn't, we didn't invite him to be back on. <laughs> sorry, Reagan. Uh, sorry, Reagan. Yeah. Anyway, so we're totally stealing his topic and it is the topic of doubt. And so I don't know, how would you, how would you explain that in your own words? Um, I would, I'm thinking when I think of the word doubt, I think of questioning or wrestling with, um, tenets of the faith, um, or, um, particular ideas surrounding Christianity, um, whether that be the literalness of of specific things that happened in the Bible, or um, so that's interesting. You would so what we do on here really we wrestle, right? That's the whole name. Yeah, and so you would you would say in some sense a wrestling with is a doubting of or struggling with it. Yeah, um, I would say it's at least a. Uh, wrestling with it is a byproduct of having mm-hmm. doubt. And so, so may, maybe a better way to frame it then is uncertainty. Yeah, perhaps. And I mean, um, cause uncertain is more clear on what it means to me than doubt. Doubt is kind of ethereal. It's just this, uh, I mean, whatever that means, but, uh, <laughs> I'm, I, you know, to use it as an example, like <laughs> that we, what we talked about, before we started recording is when I think of things like what do most people doubt when it comes to Christianity? Well, they doubt whether the earth is, was created in six literal days. Mm. And so I can say I hold that position, but I doubt sometimes that it's true. Mm -hmm. It's not, I don't doubt creationism. I don't doubt that God created the world. It's just sometimes I don't, I doubt whether Genesis one, through three is a literal retelling. You go back and forth because yeah. there is some degree of uncertainty. Yeah, and what happens is I'll hear an argument for the position I don't hold, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty compelling. And is so, that what you say? Is that what you say when you hear an argument that you don't hold, or do you like? Oh, no, nah, <laughs> it, well, it depends on what it is, like how important I feel like the position that I have is uh-huh. to my faith. And so, young Earth creationism is not a is not a white knuckle position that I hold. Not anymore. Yeah. And it probably never was, to be honest with you. Um, nah, come on. I re- like, seriously. I, I, <laughs> it was never a hill I would die on. And um, so, you know, there are probably other, there are have been positions that I do hold that I am un- unwilling to mm-hmm. let go of. And so it, it has to be a really strong experience of the opposite uh, or another opinion. Or it has to be a really lock, like uh, lock tight argument. So your doubts are more centered around the particulars. You don't. You, you've never had like a real crisis of faith, or no, been overcome with um, just this feeling of I don't know void, this blackness, this <laughs> emptiness. Nothing. No. Sorry, I'm no. giving away myself there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't say that I have. Um, I mean, I haven't been a Christian all that long. Um, you know, so I have it, uh, I guess like, and maybe you can, you can talk about some of the things that caused that. Um, but you know, I'm thinking of like, if a family member wasn't a believer and they, mm. and they died, mm. like how I've that, had that happen. Yeah. How that would cause me to be like, well, I either believe 
they're spending an eternity separated from God, mm. from his love. Yeah. Or this whole thing ain't true. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Which one of those is easier yeah, to deal right. with? Mm-hmm. You know? One of them is. The other one is hard. Yeah. Uh, and, and and so, um, yeah. I mean, that that would... I've never had that happen. Like, mm-hmm. the most significant loss in my life was, was my mother, and she was a Christian. And so we sang hymns and prayed and, and cried right before she died. And I had no doubts when she died what happened. Um, so yeah, I've, I've never really had, I've never, I haven't, I've never lost a child. I've never, you know, had a spouse be unfaithful or anything. Mm. I've never had these instances happen in my life that have, would have caused me, I guess, to experience doubt and uncertainty. Yeah. And I think you brought up a couple of great, um, examples there that don't immediately come to my mind when I think of the term doubt. You know, you mentioned an unfaithful spouse or the loss of a child, uh, loss of a loved one who was not a believer. I've had that happen. That that was one of the coolest things to experience. Coolest. It was one of the most more bittersweet things to experience in my recent passing of my pap because mm. he was a believer. Mm. Um, and so we got to sing hymns. Um, and it was, it was interesting because um, there were moments of lucidity. Mm. And it was almost like those lucid moments were those ones where we were singing. Yeah. But anyway, um, but doubt, I think, can be one of those things where you just, you're lost. It's like you're suspended in the ocean and you just don't know the next way to go. You know, if something traumatic happens, like an unfaithful spouse or the loss of a child, like I can just imagine a, a... and uh, a flood, the floodgates opening up of just uncertainty. Yeah, that's the technical term, I guess. But the feeling is just, con- just uh, you know, I'm gonna die. Confusion I, or uh, yeah, worst case scenario. Like you start thinking, maybe it calls to mind all these well, other it's, instances. It's like an implosion. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah, I, the, it's hard to describe what the feeling would be in words, but. Um, but anyway, I, I, you know, as it pertains to faith, I can think of specific moments of having a crisis of faith. Um, one of which is when I first moved to Baton Rouge, and I didn't know the layout of the land, and no one told me not to get an apartment in Tigerland. Um, but all I knew that it was a mile away from where my fiance lived, and uh, I can remember uh, being in that apartment, being in my bedroom, being on the floor. Just, uh, just totally um, burdened by doubt that God was real, um, and and a real sense of I don't know, you know, a a sense of this thing that I've devoted my life to. I don't know if I can believe in it anymore, and it was like you know, just this crippling feeling. Was that because? Like what? What brought that on? Can you remember? Mm, it looking, but this is not the answer I would have given then. Right. This is the answer I would give now, and this is of my particular instance. This is not casting aspersions on anyone who doubts, but right. um, just a total giving in to uh, sin, a sinful way of living. Gotcha. Um, and like I say, like 
that I'm not putting that on anyone else, but right. looking back on that time, um, there, there is, I really struggled with a particular area and I, I just, it was, I was totally given it. So it was more of if God exists, why would he let me get to this point? I, there or was why, no, there why, was no logic in the reasoning. There was no lot. It was a, it was an, it was an onslaught, I guess is the only way to put it. And just a, just a really low point. And I don't know that doubt is always logical. You know, right. for me, it, I don't know that it is. <coughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I could definitely empathize with, uh, like seasons where, you know, I don't like, I don't take particularly particular care of myself spiritually. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, reading my Bible or praying or going to church or having spiritual conversations, like those things just aren't, um, I'm not pursuing them. Mm -hmm. And so I noticed that I, in those moments that I get, you know, I get more angry. Um, the, the, the worldliness of, of my human nature wells up. Mm -hmm. And so, I know that, like, practically speaking, that is me acting as if what I profess to believe is not true. Mm. Because if 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 what I be- profess to believe is true, then that has direct impact on how I live my life. Mm-hmm. And it's just a byproduct of it. Um, and so I could see how being in a particular season where this, my spiritual disciplines are, are weak or I'm not feeding that side of me, um, how the way my life looks at that moment looks like I doubt, Mm -hmm. but I know that if I, but, and I've had this happen, like I, I look, I'm like, man, I've just, it's been a terrible period of time, week, two weeks, Mm -hmm. month, whatever. Um, and then it's almost like that realization calls me back to a place and I'm like, and then the doubt kind of goes away for me. I realize it's it's a lot harder fight to overcome that for some people. Yeah. But for me, and I think maybe that's, you know, God's way. He knows um, how bad I am at, <laughs> at, at that. And so one of the one of the benefits, one of the gifts he's given me is that I'd be this that I'm easily I can easily convince myself like, OK, you need to you need to straighten up. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to you need to revisit you know, why your first love, why you're here and, and then start over from there. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of how in those moments that like I heard you talk about, like when you're maybe, maybe I'm not on the ground in an apartment, like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the experience is different, but the, the root of it is the same. Yeah. I, and one of the things that I have that always calls me out of it for me, you know, you mentioned, um, yeah, certainly God's voice, his presence, yeah. um, but other people's kindness is something that um, has always called me out. And fellowship, community, um, being around people, um, and being able to vocalize these things with somebody else. Like, I can't just go up to anyone and tell them I'm struggling, I'm having a crisis of faith. You know, some people... <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, how's it going? Uh, good morning. How, how are you doing? Oh, not good, man. Having a yeah. crisis of faith. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, you can't okay. just yeah, you can't just have that conversation with just anyone. Right. But having those friends to be able to have a conversation of um of really what I'm struggling with and identifying it has been able to um help me claw out, help me climb out of that hole. <laughs> have you ever had like fake conversations with those people? Like <laughs> meaning <laughs> Like just use ourselves for instance. Mm. It's like, man, if I if I'm going through like a particularly dry time in my in my faith, in my spiritual walk, like I don't even need to talk to you. <laughs> right. I yeah. just have the conversation with you in my head. <laughs> and it's like I know exact Zach's gonna be like, Well, have you prayed about it? How's how's your how's your prayer life? How's you how's your Bible reading? Excuse us, my daughter's in the studio with us and she just woke up from her nap. Um you know, I have these conversations in my head, like how this is going to go. And so I'm like, okay, well, here's my answer to that question. And he, and, and the response is, well, there you go. Yeah. That's why, <laughs> that's why you're experiencing this. That's why you're, you're having a hard time. Um, so but the cool part of that is, um, is going to that person that you, you can go. Mm-hmm. And sometimes their, their reaction isn't, well, there you go. Yeah. You know, sometimes it, it might be if you're in person, dude, I, yeah. I am struggling uh, me with too. this too. Yeah. 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 For sure, or like you can you know, you can almost just tell, um, and and we have friendships like this, like you can just kind of tell if somebody's going through something, right? When mm-hmm. when a they maybe they've been distant or uh, or when they have when you have had a conversation with them, it's it's been uncharacteristic, uh, you know, uncharacteristically negative or or just whatever. So you can kind of tell that person, you know, they're going through something. Yeah. Or, and then, and so then you maybe, you maybe say, well, I'm going to start the conversation. I'm going to be like, Hey man, how's it going? Like, you know, like really, like, how's it going? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking about like, how's your day? I'm talking about, you know, how are you doing? You know, and it kind of spurs that on. Yeah. It kind of helps, helps get through some of those moments too. Yeah. So being in, in relationship, being in communion with others, um, helps my doubt. Um, uh, it, it, gives me a sense of um, even amongst uncertainty, there may be some things I can count on, things I can bank on. So, And those are, and kind of what we talked about last week, that's ways in which, real tangible ways in which Jesus, in our experience, um, reaches us. Yeah. That's how he becomes, that's how we experience him, is through the means of people. So even in our doubts about our faith, the object of our faith is reaching out to us through other people um, to help us overcome it. Yeah. And I think that's a really, really powerful thing. Absolutely. And that's what we want to do today. We want to, in our doubt, in our uncertainties, we want to run to others and eventually wind up running to God. And until next time, may the Lord make his channel for his peace. Mm-hmm.